Welcome to the Issues of Life podcast with Adam Davis, where each week we answer your biggest questions, offer a biblical perspective on the issues that matter most, and encourage you in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to the Issues of Life podcast, and we are now three episodes into our series on relationships. Up to this point, we've dealt with our relationship with God, which was the foundation for all of our other relationships And we've considered some basic principles to help with all of our interpersonal relationships. Today, we're going to move on to a specific area of relationships, a very important area. We've titled the episode, Right Where We Live, because today we're going to deal with um, our relationships within the family. And this topic really hits home, literally. Wow. Wow. (laughs) In reality... This is a topic that is applicable to all of us, and it's an area where a lot of people need some help, and we actually get questions pretty frequently on this particular topic. Yeah, the family is something that I think we all need help with at one time or another, honestly, and it's important for us to talk about this because of how influential the home is in our lives. Yeah, the very first institution that God ordained was the home. Before we even had human government, before we had the church, God established his pattern for a functioning home, which was to be the basis for a functioning society. Unfortunately, Satan also understands the importance of the home in God's plan, and that's why he's working so hard in our generation to undermine it and destroy it, because he knows that if he can destroy homes he can really begin to chip away at the foundations of society and also negatively impact the church as well. And so what we're going to try to do today in this podcast is seek to understand God's plan for the home and how we can be rightly related to those people God has placed closest to us. As we begin, we want to give some clear definitions when it comes to the family because the world has created a lot of confusion on this topic, it seems. It's, it's kind of made it more complicated than it needs to be. That is true, unfortunately. And so, as with all things, we want to turn to the Word of God for our answers here as well. God established marriage and the family all the way back in the Garden of Eden when he created the first man and woman, Adam and Eve. And he made this declaration. You can read it in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. We actually find that that Christ himself repeated it in his teachings when he was on the earth. In Matthew chapter 19, verses 5 and 6, he said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore, they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. So if we're talking definitions, we would say a marriage is a lifelong union of one man and one woman. That's as simple as we can put it. Any other definition, in reality, is a perversion of that which God originally designed. So then, for a family... We would say a family would be a husband and wife. And if God chooses to bless that husband and wife with children, then together that constitutes a family. I also understand 
that not all homes are made up of that perfect equation. We understand that many homes lose one or even both of the parents for a variety of reasons. And then there are also those husbands and wives that that do not have children. But the point is the standard here remains the same. And those examples that I mentioned, um, those exceptions, if you will, would not be in the category of perversions like some other things would be which the Bible teaches very clearly are in that category like homosexuality, polygamy, incest, and other forms of immorality. So not every family is going to look the same, uh, but it's really important for us to know what God intended for the family uh, because we want to now dive into discussing some roles and relationships within the family. And, and God has given us clear answers about this. So we're going to, again, turn right back to the Bible to find uh, some more information about this. There are several places in Scripture that we could go if we wanted to find principles concerning the specific roles and relationships within the family. But I think for the sake of this conversation, we can find it all dealt with quite comprehensively in Ephesians chapter 5 and even going into chapter 6. And I think we've said this before, even on this podcast, definitely in some of our daily devotionals on the app. Uh, Colossians is technically the twin epistle to Ephesians. And so, of course, you're going to find similar statements there in Colossians chapter 3, but it's going to be really, really summarized. So if you want the quick version, you can read the end of Colossians chapter 3. But we get more information when we turn to Ephesians chapter 5. And that conversation starts in verse 22. I'm not going to read all these verses, probably because it's pretty lengthy, but at least some of these here at the beginning, and then we'll skip around a little bit. Verse 22 says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Verse 25 says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Verse 28, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Uh, You'll find also some of the uh, verses we even found earlier in Genesis and Matthew repeated here, like in verse 31, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. And then we get into chapter 6, where we find the children introduced, children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right, honor thy father and thy mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. And finally, verse four, and ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So there we have instructions for basically every role and relationship within the family. We have the husbands and wives, we have the children, and then we have at least a note there about the father and the way that he um, raises his children. There are other specific verses in the Bible that deal with the mother and her role in the home as well. We don't want to spend a huge amount of time, to be honest, dealing with the husband and wife relationship, though it is very crucial. But because our podcast is primarily geared towards teenagers, we want to get to the conversation about your relationship with your parents. But for the sake of dealing with this passage and giving at least a base level of understanding, we should at least point out um, some of the basic principles taught here. So obviously we have wives being commanded to submit to their husbands. The husband is the head of the wife and the leader of the family. 
in that sense. But husbands are also to love their wives as Christ loved the church. And one of the things we see there that's so important is that that marriage relationship is designed to be a picture of Christ and the church. And that's one of the reasons why, again, the family is so important. And another reason, I believe, why Satan is so intent on attacking it and and trying to destroy it because he understands uh, the picture that it's supposed to be of Christ and his church. So the husband and wife relationship, it's important. Obviously, they are distinct in their roles, uh, but they are the same in their value as human beings. And God's designed a relationship of mutual submission. In fact, the verse just before where we started reading commands all believers to submit themselves one to another in the fear of God. And then in that specific relationship, the wife submits to the husband. The husband loves and cherishes and cares for his wife and leads both the wife and the family in that way. That brings us then to the children. And the children have a very simple and straightforward set of instructions here. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. That's what's expected of you as teenagers living at home. You are supposed to obey your parents. You're supposed to honor your parents. Simple as that. And this can be really difficult at times to honor and obey your parents. And I I know that probably every teenager struggles with this at some point in their life, but it's really important that we follow it because um, though you may not see it now, there's always going to be some authority over you. And ultimately, God will always be the authority over your life. And, and not only is this a, a good training for the rest of your life to learn to submit to the authority God's put over you, but like you said, Adam, it's simply a commandment from God. It's very simple. It's direct. There aren't any um, exclusions or conditions for that. It's simply, children, obey your parents. Yeah, for this is right. And we mentioned at the beginning that this is an area where we get a lot of questions. In fact, just recently we were in a situation where we had a question and answer time with teenagers at one of our events. And as expected, this question came up. Teenagers wonder, how do I honor and respect my parents if my parents are not treating me the way I feel like I should be treated? Or perhaps they're not saved. Obviously, if there's a a dangerous or abusive situation, that's a completely different discussion. But when it comes to normal, everyday life circumstances, children are expected to honor and obey their parents no matter what. Uh, it doesn't say if if they're Christians, we have to honor them. It doesn't say if I feel like I'm being respected properly, I have to honor and obey them. It just says we have to honor and obey them in all things because it's the right thing to do. It's important for us to keep that in mind for a number of reasons. Number one, because it is simple obedience to God. It's pleasing to God is the way it's put in Colossians chapter 3. But beyond that, it can actually be used by God to make a real difference in your family and even in some cases bring lost parents to Christ. And so we need to see it from that perspective that God is using this situation as he does all situations in our lives to 
prepare us for something, but also in many cases giving us opportunities to be a witness, to be a light for him in that exact situation where he has us at the moment. We recognize that family relationships can be complicated at times, but it's important that we understand, as we've explained, God's plan for the family as he designed it, and that we learn to love and honor the people God has put in our lives, especially in this context, our parents, as God has commanded us to. And we have no idea what kind of real lasting impact we can make if we're just faithful to do what God expects of us. So whatever your family unit looks like, hopefully this reminds you and encourages you that as a child, your place in the family unit is one of obedience. And this really ties back into those three principles that we mentioned about all of your relationships in this life, specifically to love, which again encapsulates the other two as well. That even when you don't understand uh, why your parents are telling you to do this or, or not to do that, or whatever the situation may be, you are to love them and to love God ultimately. And when we see a commandment like this, it's important for us to take it seriously and to follow through. God says to obey your parents, then that's what we should do. We have a lot more to come in this particular series. We're really just getting started. And so we hope you'll continue to come back each week and listen in to this conversation. And please, as always, share it with other people. We want this to be a help to as many people as possible. And don't forget to subscribe and check out our app also. There's lots more material there and content to help you as you continue to grow in your walk with the Lord. 